welcome back to Madness in the Method, the podcast where we talk about Nicolas Cage and all the wonderful movies he has made during his his long and prolific career. Uh, my name is Tobias, and with me, as always, is my friend and trusted co-host, Christopher. Hello, everyone. Hello. Um, and if that intro sounded like I was very ironic, uh, 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 I wasn't. Well, not, not this time, at least. <laughs> Because uh, in this episode we are talking about the 1993 drama, crime, f- movie? Action. Action sometimes? Uh, <laughs> it's Red Rock West, starring, you guessed it, Nicolas Cage, <laughs> but also Dennis Hopper and Lara Flynn Boyle. Written and directed by John Dahl, and also his brother Rick Dahl helped him write it. It's um, it's a movie about uh, what's his name? Michael? Peter? Michael? 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 Michael, arriving in Red Rock, <laughs> a little town, looking for work, and he's mistaken by the by the local barkeep as uh, he's mistaken for a hitman. So he takes five thousand dollars and agrees to kill the barkeep's or bartender's uh, wife, and from there on, hilarity ensues. <laughs> So you hadn't seen this movie before, right? No, I had no idea what it was. And I didn't even... We talked about it briefly in the end of the last episode. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even read the little thing uh, uh, on IMDb what it's about. I just saw who was in it. And I saw it had a 79 Metascore. And I was like, ooh, this this sounds good. What? So I didn't even know there was like murder <laughs> and stuff in it. I just started watching like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What is <laughs> happening here? <laughs> yeah, it was one of those... Uh, it's interesting because it's one of it's a movie, one of those movies where a lie spins out of control. But mm-hmm. in this movie, it's just truths that spins out of control. Because <laughs> Michael is super honest throughout the entire movie. He's a super good guy. Yeah, he's a super good guy and for the most part. And every time he, every time he is a good guy, it just backfires and it spins another thread in this fucking web of intrigue that happened. Yeah, that that's interesting. I didn't think of that. He cuz he lies once and that's and that's when he gets the money. Yeah. But every other time uh, he lies on his job application or he's truthful on his job application. He's he's honest about hitting that guy with the car. Um he he tells the truth to the sheriff who turns out that he's the bartender and sheriff. Mm. Um yeah, and each time everything just goes to shit. Yeah. <laughs> But it's because his character never changes throughout the movie, which is which is a good thing. It's a good uh, thing, yeah. Because it's you think that throughout because inter- it's just things are happening and it just gets worse and worse and worse in this. I don't know what you mean to call it, tragedy or comedy or whatever. Yeah, um, almost, almost call it like a, a, a tragic comedy or something because it's yeah. not like out loud laughing, haha, funny, but it's like what. You're baffled yeah. by every every new twist and turn, and and, and I felt because in the in the beginning of the movie, the the introduction of Michael is very, uh, it's very, I'd say heavy handed, but it that sounds negative. It's not negative. Mm. It's a good way of establishing his character because we have two specific moments. Uh, the the movie starts with that he's applying to jo- uh, as a job in a. Uh, oil field, right? I yeah, a, a drilling, an oil drilling company. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then he's he's honest about that he has a has a leg injury, so he yeah. doesn't get job. Uh, and then 
he goes to um, a gas station to fill up gas, but he doesn't have... And we see that he, he only has $5 left. He doesn't have any money left. And then he goes in to uh, pay, but no one is there. And, then, and the cash register is open, and we see all this money. And he uh -huh. stands there for, for like 30 seconds, just looking at the money, and then I go... No no, 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 no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. Um, and, and those two moments really establishes his character really good. Yeah. Like we know that he, this is an honest, good guy uh, who's down his luck. And yeah. it feels throughout the entire movie that this, this, all these things that are happening to him, it would change him, and that he would become more. Uh, I don't jaded. Know, yeah, jaded or, yeah. Um, what is it? Negative. Yeah. Uh, but but he, st he stays the same throughout the entire movie, which I, I like like really a lot. Yes, I, I it, it was it was an interesting it was an interesting non arc. Mm, yeah. Because it was it was it was uh, if there was if there was going to be an arc, yeah, it would be for the worse. But he just decides like, no, it's just better to be honest. Just tell the truth. Be the good guy. And every time life is like. Come on, just do it. Just take the money and run. Just lie. You can do it. You'll be happy. It's like, no. No. And uh, like we said, the one time he does lie, he gets $5,000. But it's also that time, That's it's that one lie that gets him into trouble for the rest of the movie. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. Mm. So I, he, does the, he, does, he does the right thing because ultimately that, that's what works in the end. And I, I would say just here that... Uh, I I would put on a big spoiler warning for this movie because yes, I really like this movie. I think me movie, too. This movie was I I would I would go as far as say it's a great movie, and everyone should actually go watch it. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't want to spoil anything. So if you haven't seen this, I hate when people do this in podcasts, but. I'm gonna do it. Just press pause. If you haven't, yeah, if you haven't seen this movie, just stop listening here. Go watch the movie and then listen to the episode because this movie is great. It is, yeah, it's a, it's a forgotten gem, really. Yeah. Um, um and I, I'll say we. I think we should even try to uh, avoid spoilers as much as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, people can still listen. I mean, we're, we're gonna spoil some things. Yeah, some things we need to spoil, but so so and just. Putting this warning out here that if that you should do this from here oh, on, yeah. it's your fault. But we're gonna try not to spoil it, even though it's, it's some some things are gonna be spoiled. Yeah, because the, the the entire movie is just another turn and another twist. Yeah, so <laughs> so many twists, and it it's 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 really on the line of too many twists, but it just it just works. Yeah, it's it's almost uh, like towards the middle. It's almost farcical because he keeps trying to leave Red Rock and he just keeps yeah. coming back somehow. Yeah, <laughs> but it works. That was one of the best gags, and I I dislike that they gave up on it through like halfway through the movie. That he kept going past the sign of "Welcome oh, to yeah. Red Rock." Yeah, yeah. If you're leaving Red Rock. Welcome to Red Rock. <laughs> uh, so, so I I I I would hope they. I wish they. Done that throughout the entire movie, but yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine if it ended with with the, the sign like saying "Now leaving oh. Red Rock." Yeah. Welcome back. <sighs> uh, but yeah, it, um, so a lot of great people in the movie. Oh um, yeah, that's that was my first like why I was excited to see this. It's it's yeah. uh, it's Dennis Hopper and Nicolas Cage, of course, and Laura Flynn Boyle. 
last time Dennis Hopper played with Nicolas Cage was in Rumblefish, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. He plays yeah. uh, the father, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Um, and I think J.T. Walsh is also one of those uh, actors that you sort of know of. Yeah, yeah. So he, you see him uh, everywhere in TV and movies. Yeah, mostly in TV, but he's it, it's, it's, it's a good actor. Um, yeah. And then you have uh, one of the uh, police uh, officers... The one who kind of, uh, the one who doesn't, uh, the main one of the other police yeah. officers. I don't remember his name. I think it's Deputy Great Tack. Yeah, Deputy Great Great. Nope. Deputy mm-hmm. Great Tack, played by Timothy Carhart. I recognized him. Mm. Uh, mainly recognized him from um, uh, from Ed the X Files. He plays one of the monsters in one of the earlier seasons. All right. Yeah, I recognized him, but I couldn't say from where. But now when I'm looking on his on his IMDb, it is from um, uh, Beverly Hills. Cop. Yeah, Beverly Hills Cop Three, and he's the yeah mm. he's the guy that uh, um, uh, what's her name Sigourney mm-hmm. Weaver dates briefly in uh, Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, the the violinist. That's not something that I put in, in my memory. <laughs> no, I don't no, I remember just, that. I just, I just saw when I, when I looked him up and I was like, oh, that's him. Uh, well, okay yeah. then. Yeah, so he's been in a bun- bunch of stuff. And I like him. Mm. Ma- mainly mm. from, from X-Files. Mm. He's a gross, fat-eating monster. Uh, yeah. So I looked up the, the writer of writer and director is John Dahl. He yes. wrote, wrote together with his brother, I think. Rick Dahl? Yes, Rick Dahl is his older brother, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he hasn't written... A lot more than this. It was two other movies? Uh, he yeah. directed a lot, but not written a lot. Yeah, Rick Dahl hasn't done much. He has produced and written like three things. But yeah, mm. John Dahl has gone on to direct a lot of TV. Yeah. Um, and that's why That's why when I watched this, I'm like, this is a great movie. Why didn't this guy do more? And I was like, oh, he did TV. Yeah. Uh, that's why I don't recognize his name. Because you yeah. rarely think about people who direct TV. Uh, that's true. Uh, but I... I I really want to look into his uh, his movie Kill Me Again with Val Kilmer. I haven't seen it. I haven't heard of it either. But just because this movie was it was really well written. Um, yeah, yeah, and that seems to be yeah action crime drama, so kind of the same yeah. as uh, so, uh, Red Rock. I'll look into that uh, someday. Because um, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> um, yeah, the 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 writing is phenomenal in this movie. That's the best part. Yeah, um. Well. Uh, the the right the writing is good, but I wouldn't call it like I mean, like like I really like the movie, but it isn't like a masterpiece. It's like a r- really really well made like regular movie. I don't know, I don't know <laughs> how to describe it. A regular movie. Yeah, I don't know because it's it's not like it doesn't have like huge. Uh, Huge like life destinies being revealed, and uh, there's it's, it's it's not epic in any way. It's just a small, very well written movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. Uh, it's not one of those big movies, Oscar movies. Fair, yeah. uh, but I do think the writing is, uh, plot wise, is on par. Uh, oh sure, because there's so many twists and turns, and yeah. Uh, I, I was I was really impressed, and I think it's the first uh, movie uh, in this Nicolas Cage podcast uh, where I'm actually super impressed. 
Just oh, okay. Because <laughs> uh, other movies like Rumblefish, I know they're good. This one was not. I, I knew nothing about this movie, and it was just. It was just good from start to finish. I there wasn't even any weak points. Well, maybe there was a a, a sort of a well, sort of there was a sex scene in the middle. Uh, yeah, and around there, not well, the sex scene and a little before that, a little after that was eh. But yes, it does lag a bit in the middle. Yeah, um, but it's but... it's just like for ten minutes, fifteen sure. minutes at tops of the movie. In the middle, that is, eh. But also, those things actually are important to establish the characters because oh, of yeah. twists that are coming later. So it's not fun to watch at the moment, but they are important because everything yes. is important. It makes it makes sense when you when you watch the the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I yeah thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I did. I yeah, me too. It's uh. <laughs> It's one of the better ones um, that we've watched so far. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Uh, it's, again, this is another one. I think this is most of all. Why haven't anyone... Why, do, yeah. why haven't I heard of this? I, I don't know. There, there's... Yeah, you can, you can make an entire, like, uh, early Nicolas Cage box of just really good <laughs> movies. Like this... Amos and Andrew, uh, and Wild at Heart is po- pos- uh, popular, uh, but like, uh, what else? Birdie, Racing with the Moon, Valley Girl. I mean, Valley Girl is kind of popular, but yeah, there's so many, so yeah. many movies in his first in his first ten years that is just like forgotten, and they're but they were they're really good, and this yeah. one, in, yeah, in particular. At least it got good. At least it got reviews at the time. Mm-hmm. Some of the yeah. movies didn't even, didn't even get that. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it got pretty good reviews as well. So you've been looking into the, the the reviews at the time, or just reviews afterwards? Um, I think I've I've, been, I've just been looking at the reviews that are here on on Metacritic, and I think most of them are from the time. Mm. Um, what? Well, I looked at Empire, gave it six out of ten. Not stellar Lynch, but still an enjoyable film noir. It's not a it's not a David Lynch movie, so why why would it be? Wow. Uh, however, uh, speaking of that, <laughs> there are moments in this movie, and also because Laura Flynn Boyle is in it, that feel kind of Lynchian. And Dennis Hopper. Oh yeah, and Dennis yeah, Dennis <laughs> Hopper as well. Yeah, and and Nicolas Cage because he's been. A, <laughs> so there there is a Lynchian quality to that. Uh, some of the scenes. I mean, it's, it's not weird enough, but it, it has that. Spe- specifically when they're when they're in the, the office, standing in the closet. Yeah. Um, and the two the two police officers come in and uh, confront their sheriff about who he really is. And it turns out, well, yeah, we found out we find out the real uh, um, identity of him and of Laura Flynn Boyle's character. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And just something with the music there, because they have this like smooth, very soft jazz in the background of that scene, which doesn't really fit. But I was like, this is, sounds a lot like a David Lynch movie. <laughs> People standing around just looking at each other. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. maybe, yeah, maybe there's something to to that uh, quote from Empire. Yeah, maybe. Uh, was there anything else you found? Or um, that was Lynchian. Yeah. No, not really. Well, the the kind of uh, almost like farcical nature of him not being able to leave the town that felt kind of not specifically Lynchian, but like 
lynching in in a weird way you know that that's it's almost like he's stuck in a loop or something mm. um and the fact that it's, it takes place in a dusty little town reminded me a lot of um uh the town they get to in uh what is it called big tuna in wild at heart oh yeah 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 big tuna yeah so but but that's about it it was a very very brief but i just i just got a little a little hint of lynch there so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what else? Uh, there was something I was thinking of. Um, oh, right, um, just looking at the trivia of the movie. Yeah. Uh, that apparently another reason for me to watch this Kill Me Again movie. Um, yeah. Uh, apparently the reason Nicolas Cage is in this movie is because Francis Ford Coppola is an outspoken fan of Kill Me Again, John Dahl's first film. Yeah, and he, he like became friends with John Dahl. Yeah, and he he said, "You should, Nicholas, you should you should be in this movie." <laughs> He's like, "Okay," um, and, th- and that that's kind of funny because it feels like yeah, he, it says Nicholas Cage largely took the part due to recommendations mm. of his uncle. Um, so maybe it was just something he did like as a favor, which is kind of weird because then you think he might phone it in. But I think he's really good in this movie. Oh yeah, um, not a lot of rage cage, barely no. anything. But yeah, there's like like one punch in a in a car ceiling or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, and he, he smashes it. a light bulb in a in a toilet. But I mean, yeah. it's not really it's not really something that's like sticks out as rage cagey. No, I, I wouldn't. I, I would say. Zero on the Rage Cage. Uh, <laughs> uh, on the Rage Cage scale. ranking. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe. I mean, coupling this with, uh, uh, well, not Deadfall. That was very. But the movie before that, Amos and Andrew, and really Honeymoon in Vegas as well. Hmm? Maybe he was like trying to tone it down a little bit. Maybe. Um, and then we ha- he had Deadfall just because he needed to get yeah, it out. Yeah, he needed to. He needed to release it. <laughs> it was pent up. Uh, so, so I think this is a good opportunity. We mentioned it last uh, week, but then we we never did it. Can we just briefly discuss the concept of rage cage? Uh, yes. What is it? What What is the the um, sign- signifiers of a rage cage performance? It's it is kind of uh, this. That's oh, that's hard because it's funny. We actually I got a comment on the YouTube version of uh, which one? Vampire's Kiss. Mm. Um, and they they mentioned that that uh, even though they really like Nicolas Cage in that in that uh, role, they thought that maybe John John Travolta could have done something good with that part. Now and, and I've. I, I agree, he could have done something fun with that part, especially 80s Travolta. Mm-hmm. But it would have been a completely different character because Nicolas Cage, with the Rage Cage stuff, <laughs> brings something so unique to every role that he takes. Yeah. Like 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 we like we have mentioned, like the only one of these movies where I was like, eh, he could have been replaced by anyone or by someone else is Honeymoon in Vegas, because that felt very much like a Tom Hanks movie. Other than that, though, it just, it, it, he brings he brings so much to the characters, and that it is it is that that rage cage. That's that's something, and what that is, I, I don't know. <laughs> what what do you what, what do you have? Because I actually don't know. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I can't really I can't well, really grab it. It is 
as 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 you say, it is a thing. You know it when you see it. And yes, I, definitely. I think everyone will know it when you see it. If if you if you say Rage Cage, people who have seen well at least a couple of Nicolas Cage's biggest movies, they will understand what you're saying. Oh yeah. Um and and say yeah, there was a Rage Cage or no, there wasn't Rage Cage. Um, but I think it's the big thing is the zero to a hundred. Yes. In a very short span. Yes. Going from talking to screaming, and and also he has this he has this look in his eyes he, that he gets. It's just a way that he, he you can see that yeah this guy's unhinged. If you met if someone looked like if someone looked at you in that way like in the pub, yeah you'd leave or at least change tables. Yeah, because some something is wrong. He's not just angry. There's there's something else. Yeah, it's just it's 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 like it snaps. Like this is his, <laughs> this is the moment he snaps, sort of. Yeah. Um, and I think it's also that he's not he. I mean, he is obviously acting, but it 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 almost goes beyond acting. Like he's just letting go. Mm. <laughs> so uh, I think I think that it's it's it's. Uh, um, someone, someone would probably call it pretentious, but I would almost call it uh, as as unpretentious as you can get, because he just fucking lets lets go of all the like inhibitions, mm. like the scene in Vampire's Kiss. He just starts. He don't care that he like might might when he starts trashing his room no. or his apartment. Um, there's no, nothing planned. He just gets angry and starts kicking things, um, and lets it lets it go. He's not worried about, oh, we need to hit that mark, and oh, let the stuntman do that, because you might hurt... No, 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 he needs to He needs to be in this moment and do this now, fucking now! I think I think it's that. Yeah, and there's also this... This... He, he gets... He is he's very physical in his anger, anger yes. too. Yes, yes, yes. And it's, it's just... Not that he... Uh, that he... It, it's not a... It's not a he definitely hits something or destroys something. It's no. just that he, he exaggerates his movements of his limbs and movements generally. He just exaggerates it. Exaggerates. Almost said that word, right? Exaggerates, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, a lot. And screaming a lot. And again, yeah, yeah it's somewhere between a, a, a crazy guy on the subway meeting <laughs> like a toddler. Yeah, yeah, who needs who doesn't get his candy somewhere in the um, a combination of those two. I think uh, a perfect example where it's just it what is where it's very short, so it's easy to just pinpoint. Because um, you mentioned like the physical aspect of it is uh, it's a movie I haven't talked about yet. Um, it's mm-hmm. Face Off. Mm-hmm. Um, in the beginning of the movie, when he is still the 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 actual uh, terrorist before they yeah. switch faces. Um, when he is he's putting the bomb in the big church or whatever it is, um, and he just stops in the middle of the big uh, hall or whatever they are, just stops and does the windmill with his head because he's so happy. <laughs> it's not enough that he goes like woohoo and starts singing. No, he has to stop, put his hands on his knees, and just windmill for a couple of seconds and then keep going. <laughs> Anyone else would have just said like yeah woohoo or like played it down a little bit. Nope. Not he. He's in a heavy metal concert in the middle of this scene. Yeah. And I think Rage Cage is... The the best Rage Cage is... Well, first of all, he needs to play a character who... who 
is where it makes sense to act like that. Yes, like yes. sort of, sort of like a villain or some some other kind of psychopath in a way. Uh, or unhinged yeah, he needs to be. Person. Yes, he needs to be a little unhinged, which yeah. he, for the most part, does. So it fits. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I think he picks at least here in the beginning. He picks the right parts for himself. Yeah, definitely. And also, he needs which we've seen in well, Downfall specifically, Deadfall. Deadfall, yeah. Uh, that he needs someone to 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 let him go and then rein him back in. So okay, okay, you did yours. Now you have to act. Also, you can. Yeah, kids yeah. can't stay in that mindset. You need to get back to become an actor for a while too, and and sort of keep Nicolas Cage in going between these two ways of existing. <laughs> uh, yes, and, and when it, and when someone tries to rein him in too much, then he, that's when he does something else, like puts on a silly voice or do something other weird. Yeah, uh, and if it isn't reined in enough, it becomes like in. Uh, that fall where he just just goes nuts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, where is not even acting at that point? Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what it is he's doing in Deadfall, but I I love it. <laughs> like we talked about. Yeah, but it, it, that yeah, it is. But it is not acting. It's just no, no, a person not. going crazy on camera, sort of. Yes. Um. But in in Red Rock West, um, he is. Reined in because he doesn't he doesn't go rage cage at all, mm. but it works because he yeah. has good good a good script and a good director then to work with. Yeah. So so he he can function without the rage cage. It's just that people almost expect it nowadays. I think that he's mm. gonna go a little bit crazy at least. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, obviously he can act without it, uh, oh, yeah. but it's not usual. <laughs> and again, we talked about it before. That I I think a lot of that was. In the beginning, he, he really needed to get stuff out mm-hmm. and do yeah. weird stuff. He seems to, for every movie, we've said this several times now, he gets more and more... Uh, quirks. Sorry. No, uh, less quirks, I'd say. Oh, less he, quirks. Yeah, okay. he, 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 can, he can act normally without quirks. Oh, now. sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. sure. That that that's yeah. that's true. <laughs> and I th- and this movie is is I think the peak of that of the the ones we've seen, where he's no quirks, just good fucking acting. Yeah, yeah. Because like, but when the movie did before this was Deadfall, so he, yeah. he got it all out of his system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what he needs to do. Uh, it's the the thing from um, James Hal Bob Strikes Back. The the fir- first you do the money movie, then you do the indie movie. Oh yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> Maybe he needs to do first to do the crazy movie, then you do the good movie. Yeah, it's uh you make you make Star Wars to pay for your mansion, and you make uh, a Marriage Story for to pay for your coffee. Mm. As as he said about Adam Driver. Yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. That that that's uh. I don't know if we actually defined it, but. So, sort of define what the, what the rage cage is. I, I think it, it's good enough. People, yeah. again, will understand it. So it doesn't really need an explanation. But I, it, it should be ex- somewhere within this. If we go through every movie he, do, he does, we need to ex- address it at one point at least. Yeah. 
So. I mean, because it has to be seen to be understood. Yeah. So we need to, but we need to at least explain it as good as we can, since we're only talking about it. Yeah. We can't show it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um. But yeah. Um. Uh, I mean, there isn't much to say more if unless we're gonna go into the specific spoilers. Yeah, that's the thing, and I don't, I don't want to do that. Not for this one. Not at all. We're not gonna have a, like this. From now on, there's definite spoilers. Uh, section, or should we just drop that completely? Well, we could do that because we just well, we're almost past thirty minutes. So yeah, let's let's say we do some spoiler talk here, and then we okay. uh, yeah, yeah. So from here on, it's definitive spoilers, definite spoilers, and yes, we uh, won't hold back. Yeah, if you haven't seen the movie, you you shouldn't listen anymore. No, here you can uh, here you can stop and and get back to us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, so. The movie. <laughs> yes. And uh, anything in particular you want to discuss? Spoiler spoiler talk. Uh, so there was... The, the, the biggest thing that I was... Uh, I didn't like. Uh-huh. And I didn't really get either. Um, it's the ending. Huh. Um, mm, when, yeah. when he threw out the money. Uh, from the train car, because yeah, yes, sure, yes. it is part of his, um, his his character that it is honest and good, but this is money taken illegally, and he was obviously fine with that earlier when taking money from well, the wife and the husband to to, to kill each other, um, and and I, I I saw that as a taking money from a bad guy is fine, yeah, uh, but why isn't that fine at the end? I don't um, get that. I I, I think it's um, uh, well. First of all, it, w- it was stolen from what we have to ex- uh, 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 at least suppose is a honest company. The the company that uh, mm-hmm. Larflin Boyle and uh, the other guy worked at that they stole it from. But partly that, but also that the everyone in the movie eventually uh, are after that money. At first, it's Larflin Boyle and. Whatever that guy's name is, I can't remember. You know the guy. Wayne. Uh, w- Wayne. Yeah, Wayne. Wayner. Uh, J.T. Walsh. Wayne. Yeah. Um, and then, but then uh, he he kind of goes after the money himself with Larvlin Boyle, Suzanne. Mm-hmm. And then when uh, Dennis Hopper's character Lyle finds out about the money, he goes after the money. It's almost like and you know and a lot of pe- people start dying because of the money. I mean, it's almost almost like it's cursed. So I I think he just he doesn't want anything to do with it. And when uh, when they're on the train, I mean, we, he realizes that that uh, Suzanne didn't really care too much about him. He she just wanted his help to get mm. the money and get out of there. So for him, I think that that money is just bad business, man, or bad news. So he'd rather get rid of it. You know, he was. I mean. I guess he was honestly more happy when he didn't have money. Because <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't beat up, he wasn't on the run, he didn't break the law, you know. Because I was just I was thinking just push know. her off, take the money and leave. You earned it from this shit. But if he takes the money, they could still come after him. No. They I mean Ly- um, well Lyle is dead, but um uh, Wayne is alive, Suzanne is alive. Yeah, but the they company go to prison. Yeah, but they're you're gonna get out sometime. Mm. Well, I don't know. I th- I think it was just in line with his character. He does, yeah. however, he saves one bundle of cash. Yeah, and that's also that's... this thing. If it's 
that's my other question is if it's if he doesn't want the money, why does he keep that? Wasn't it why doesn't he throw that off? It's just I, I, don't I think know. it's I think it's just like you know, he he's he's the good guy, but he's still, you know, hey, I still need some I, you know, <laughs> it's 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 a kinda it's the wink wink nudge nudge that yeah. well, uh, I'll I'll just I'll just save a little bit for myself. I don't know how to how to explain it, but yeah. So I, I thought that part I, I, I think it was a little weird. Um no, I, I liked it. And the, yeah. how he just he just threw out the money and you know, hey, you want it so bad? Go get it. Just kicked her <laughs> off. It was a, Yeah, I like that. It was that. such a it was such a dude's rock moment. <laughs> like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck off, bitch. Just kicks her off. He's, he was so over all of this. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that that he, that he actually kicked her off. I, I like that. <laughs> She fucking deserved it. Yeah, I mean, he wakes up with a gun in his face. So yeah, yeah he was he was completely over that situation. <laughs> Fuck it, I'll just leave. Which he does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I like. I, I mean, it doesn't make complete sense, but I liked it as the ending for the movie. Yeah, and I was just gonna speak a little about the the part which I hinted on the before and after the sex scene. Yes. Uh, that part, the, I think, is the weakest part of the movie. Yeah, uh, it's it's from. It's when they're trying to they're trying to start this love story thing. Yeah, so it's like from his great escape from the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that scene is great. Yeah, with uh, with uh, with a uh, with a truck and everything. With yeah. jo- Dwight Yoakam in a small role. <laughs> so so from that point, or well, technically from the point where. He gets off the truck and into the truck. I guess. Yeah. Yes. Uh, from that point up until they uh, hide in the closet in the office. Yes. Yes. That, exactly. That chunk of the movie is because it's it's just them hanging out, having sex, staying in a motel, and like we're gonna run away to Mexico together. Yeah. It became another movie for a while. Yeah, uh, and it's it's kind of non not interesting to watch. No. Uh. But again, after when you when it revealed, when after that point, it's revealed that she's uh, uh, not a bank robber, but a criminal. Not a bank robber, yeah, uh, criminal, yeah. Um, then it makes sense. Then 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 it, it like it falls to play. Oh, okay. So she was trying to to get him, and yeah, she, yeah. and it works because he doesn't immediately give her up when uh, when the police gets into the office because he could have just opened the doors in the closet and say, yep, yep, here's the other one. <laughs> Here they are. Thank you, officer. Bye bye. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Um, so, and and that couldn't have happened if if they didn't have sex like four hours or or whatever, eight yeah. hours. Yeah. Uh, so it it is a necessary evil that scene. But the yeah, yeah the the love aspect, the love story aspect was unnecessary. It didn't. Mm. It didn't. It wasn't needed in this movie. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, except for you know script convenience, but it. it it was it was fine as just a twisty turny uh, thriller comedy drama thing. <laughs> yeah, and I think also the big problem with that part of the movie is that in every other part of the movie, uh, again there are twists and turns in like every scene. There's a new thing yeah. in every scene, yeah. and in in. 
that part there's nothing new. No new mm-hmm. information is acquired, sort of. No, exactly. That's why it feels so boring. But then as soon as we find out that, oh, she was in on the whole thing with uh, Wayne, that's when the movie picks up again. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's like a little pause in the middle that we didn't yeah. need. <laughs> yeah, it's an intermission. You can just leave the movie for a while and then get back after it. Basically, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but again, I, I can't stop uh, uh, just liking this movie. <laughs> no, and, and even that part, because I, I, I thought it myself, like, uh, this is boring. I, I thought the movie was going to be, like, bad in the second half, but then mm. it is it is only, like, yeah, maybe, maybe ten minutes, if even that, yeah. in, a, in a movie that's an hour and, like, 35. So it's not even that bad. Yeah, because I was uh, looking at the time when that part came up. Because I was like, is this the end? Are they just going to leave here? <laughs> yeah. So I was just looking at how much was left in the movie. So, oh, okay. So we're already in the third act? Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. Because I was thinking it, it could have been a very convoluted... It wouldn't have been a, it would have been a terrible movie, but a convoluted way to set up that they are going on the road. From there yeah. on, it, it that could have been the rest of the movie, um, and uh, so I'm happy that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, because that would have been that would not have been that would have been it would have become very melodramatic. But it, yeah. it's it sticks to its guns, and it's it stays in the town. That's the whole thing. They never really leave the town other than going to the uh, the cemetery that is just outside of town. Yeah, it's it. The the movie literally ends when he properly leaves town. And I, I I like that that aspect of it as well. Well, it, it depends if because uh, we don't really get the uh, scale or, or indication on how far away the farm is. That's true. Where the couple live, because that he he goes quite a while on the truck. That's true. That's true. To get there, but it does so. end up back in the town. So yeah, because I mean. Because he leaves the bar like at afternoon. Still light out, I think, isn't it? It's dark when he climbs up on the roof. No, right? No, it's no, it's it, yeah, it's dark, right? Because he—that's the same night that um, Dennis Hopper's character picks him up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Man. yeah. It it all takes place over, I think, two, two days? days. I think Jesus. so. Yeah. Oof. So it's it starts morning of let's say. Saturday, then a Saturday night he escapes on the truck, gets back, uh, and then um, yeah, no, yeah, and then he he he, uh, he uh, they go to bed and have sex, wakes up on Sunday, and mm. that's when the rest of the movie takes place, and then technically it's Monday morning when he kicks her off the train, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they he falls asleep on the train, and I, and it's light when he when he kicks her off. So I guess that's the morning. Yeah. Another interesting thing about the character, I don't know if you were thinking about it, because this, because he is, he is definitely, if we if we go Dungeons and Dragons route, he's like lawful good throughout the uh, entire yeah. Michael. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he doesn't even fight anyone, mm. except at the end. That's only for self defense. Yeah, he he tackles uh, Lyle, uh, Dennis Hopper's character, but that's that's it. Yeah, and then he uh, spears him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but that's again. It's self self defense, and it's not. It's not for killing, and it doesn't kill him either. It's just for him to stop killing. Yeah, yeah. Um. 
So he's yeah, like he's, a, he's like a Western Jackie Chan. <laughs> yeah. No, was that, so he he never he lies like t- once. Yeah, really, uh, only once. Yeah. He never fights except in self-defense, and he like every point he goes back to help someone instead of yeah. himself. Every yeah. every every time he he is able to. So I I think it's a very good male character. Uh, yeah. Like if if you're thinking in role model terms, put it oh, like yeah. that. Oh uh, yeah. It's a very good character in that way. He's just he's an honest, good man. Does the best he can. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So yeah. He's and that way he's very very likable. <laughs> yeah, extremely likable. Uh, and he's he's not cocky either. No, no, no. He's very. Is, yeah, he's he's just all around very good. Yeah, but he's, um, he's very honest. Uh, in in himself too, yeah. Like he knows he's humble. Uh, yeah, uh, and I think the only time he speaks highly of himself in any way is the time when he like, yeah, I am better better than you. Uh, to the yeah, oh man. yeah, yeah. But that's, well, that's straight literally, up fact. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Hopper is a is a he's a backstabbing two timing son of a bitch. Yeah. So uh, did you? Predict that she was a bad guy before the uh, No. Uh, well, mm, I I had a I had a a, a a suspicion. It was something in the back of my head <laughs> when when he he is in her house or their house, I suppose. He's like, I got this money to kill you. For, uh, Wayne gave it to me, and she's like, uh, Why don't you kill him for me? Mm. It gives him more money. Um. Then it's like, huh. Because if it was just like, ah, uh, he is blind, he is uh, he is won over by her beauty. Now it's gonna be a love story. Um, th- then then she would have just said, oh, thank you so much, and then they would have run away directly. But since he or since she was like, maybe you should kill him instead. I was like, uh, there's something. <laughs> but then we don't. Then it's not revealed until like yeah, in the in the middle of the movie. So I I, I almost like brushed it off, brushed it off. But then when that happens, like I knew it. <laughs> I got your pig from the start. I fucking knew it, you bastard. <laughs> but yeah, I I wasn't no, I was not really expecting it, but yeah. I was like, aha when it happened. <laughs> yeah, cuz I I think I I keep, I don't think I predicted either yeah, one sort of twist uh I predicted and that was that it was the hitman that he when he fell in front of a car, I was like, yeah, oh, that's, okay. that's the hitman's car. Uh, just... No, I, I didn't see that one either. I just thought uh-huh. he was gonna. Be, I thought I thought Dennis Hopper was gonna play just a just a nice old man. <laughs> yeah. And then I was just oh fuck. <laughs> but the best one was when the sheriff comes into the hospital and you, and it's Wayne. You're like oh yeah. Wait, what? No. <laughs> this can't be happening. And that's was... like and that's that's before the whole farce thing has started happening. She just. This can't be. And from there, it just gets worse. <laughs> it's every reveal. It's like, oh, no, it can't no, be. It no, can't. no, 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 they on. wouldn't. Oh, no. <laughs> but it, it never gets, like, ridiculous. It's like, oh, come on. It's always just, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, as I said, it's, it's, it's just below the line of ridiculousness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so it's, it's, that's why I'm so impressed with the plot. That they, they, they were able to pack so... More or less, an entire script with only twists in every scene, <laughs> without uh, making it ridiculous. Without making it too many twists or ridiculous, it's it, 
impressive. <laughs> or or just just actually before before Wayne appears at the hospital as the sheriff, when he's carrying the guy he hit with his car, he's carrying him in. It's like, oh my god, I, I hit him with his car. Um, and then the police officers arrive and like, we're going to need you to stay here. But why is that? I just hit him with my car. Then how do you explain this? And they pulled out two bullets from him. He's like, wait, wait, what? I just hit him with my car. Okay. <laughs> uh, I guess that's kind of where it starts. Yeah. Uh, it, it wasn't the ending I predicted, but it was, it no. was the same vein of the ending I predicted. Cause I, yeah, it's th- kind of like, it's almost like... It's almost too many threads to to like properly tie it up. Yeah. So it's, it's more did, like though. like f- yeah they did but 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 it is kind of a classic like you know whatever and you you just leave all the mess behind. Yeah, I I was think the the ending would be that everyone got locked up and, and yeah. it, there was like this big thing and then at the aftermath he would just go and get into his car and leave. Yeah. That was. So it's sort of the same ending, but yeah. same same feeling at least. But instead, it's like him just, hey, you know what? You deal with your problems. I'm just gonna leave. I'm not part. I mean, technically, no, he is technically part of it, but he's not. He's really on the outside of all these these yeah. quarrels. So he's just like, you know what? Bye bye. It was a nice life. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess that's the movie. Yeah. Um, so everyone who who paused to watch the movie, now we're back. No more spoilers. Uh, <laughs> no wait for them to know though. When to start. Uh, you know that's fine. That's fine. They'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, but there's uh, there's a lot of trivia and things for this movie though. Sure. Yeah. Well, um, I haven't read and, anything. And it, I just clicked on the tab now on IMDb. So uh, yeah, there's more um, than other movie. The, the yeah. So this one actually has uh, a lot of. Um, Trivia. I mean, most, not not always interesting, but no. Most trivia is just. Did you know that all these people were in a Lynch movie before this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, here's one that kind of uh, uh, kind of agrees with our our uh, love for the movie. It's a, included among the American Film Institute's 2001 list. However, uh, list of 400 movies nominated for the top 100 most heart pounding American movies. Heart pounding. I don't know about heart pounding. Maybe some scenes, but I do like. According to John and Rick Dahl, the film is regarded as a mystery western. Yes, yes, that's what I want to. I want to talk about that. Um, for me, it almost felt like a um, like a film noir at points because of all the twists and turns and all the backstabbings. Yeah. But yeah, it takes place in kind of a western uh, setting. Yeah, uh, it like also a western has noir in the name, so. <laughs> uh, that's uh, true. That's true. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I would say if I had to pick one, I'd say like noir, more noir story. I'd say. Yeah, since you have like yeah, you have police officers, uh, yeah, backstabbings. It's not not quite a, a detective, but you have a hitman. So, talk about western. That was just a, a great detail. Uh, I don't know if you thought about it. The, the the his great escape when he walked on the plank to get over to the truck. Oh yeah, the reason nobody saw him, because every single person in that scene has uh, a hat with a rim. Oh on it. yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Even even like the the truck drivers, the two people start stand talking. They have both have yeah, they have trucker uh, hats on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. 
So I think that's a great <laughs> detail, which actually is, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, it's no reason to sit, pad out the time for that. No, no, no. Uh... So, um, what, what do you think of the movie? <laughs> Oh, I, 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 uh, I liked it. I liked oh. it a lot. Uh, during this uh, discussion, I gave it. Uh, well, my rating, I, I gave, I rated it on IMDb. I gave it an eight out of ten. So I'll do the same here. Mm. Uh, pff, yeah, I, I would go so high to say nine, actually. No. Yeah. yeah, this, this is a nine for me. So eight for you. Yeah. Yeah. I always reserve nine and tens for me are, are when they like hit me on an emotional level. So oh, all right. This is as high as you can go without making me cry or laugh or whatever, you know. Yeah, I I usually go for me when it's scoring when it's this high, it's it's mostly I go for for perfection. Okay. If yeah. if is there something here that I can, how, how many wrongs are there? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, and and there are none. No, not really. I mean, there are some goofs if you want to go through that list. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. but so, yeah, I would say it's not a perfect movie, but it is close in my book. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, from a... From, a, from, from what a it is. From a technical standpoint, yeah, from what it is, yes. Yeah. It is It is close to flawless. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, nine. Very, very, very good movie. Um, this is definitely, yeah, like we've said it several times now, you should definitely check this <laughs> one out. Yeah. It's not It's not like a, if, if you're looking for like a great Nicolas Cage movie, you know, that it's not that. Because no. he is very reined in. Mm. But it is a great movie. And, I mean, Nicolas Cage is in it. Yeah. I mean, he, he does scream. He does break some things, you know. I would say this is a perfect, <laughs> it's not, well, maybe. But I would say it's not a movie night movie. Uh, I would say this is no. like it's Tuesday or midweek, and you want to watch a good movie. You have an hour and a half to spare. This is perfect. I'd say. Yeah, or maybe like a yes. It's it's not really like a hangout with with friends kind of movie, but maybe a date night movie. Could be because it's, inoffen- be. it's inoffensive enough, but also interesting enough to keep mm. keep your attention. You know. Yeah. True. Yeah. Could be. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's it's one of those movies. Uh, it's one of those movies. One of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess that's it. Any closing thoughts? Um, no, not so much about this. I'm uh, I'm 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 very I'm very happy with the. I'm I'm very happy the movie turned out as good as it did because. Mm. Um, I know there was some other movie we talked about where I was like, oh, I'm really looking forward to this, and it was just terrible. <laughs> Um, I don't remember. I don't remember which one it was, but um, Honeymoon this in one Vegas, I was. Maybe? Well, I kind of liked that one. Well, yeah, it wasn't. Too um, but it wasn't perfect. Uh, Firebirds. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> what, what my uh, uh, what my expectations were. But this for this one, they were very high, and they were all met. I was pleasantly surprised, even though my expectations were high. So that, yeah. That's and that doesn't happen very often nowadays. Yeah. Same. Either with new or old movies. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so n- now we're in uh, the busiest year Nicolas Cage, uh, so far at least, uh, 1994. Yes. The first movie released in 1994. Uh, and next week it's Guarding Tess. Yes. Where he's like a, he's like a bodyguard for some politician or something? Yeah, I have... I, I, 
can it's possible I've seen this movie, but I don't remember anything from it, but I know of it at least. Yeah. This um, is one of those I bought in preparation for this because mm. I just looked up what they had in my in my local web shop and this was one of them, so I just bought it. I have no idea what it Your is. Local web shop. <laughs> <laughs> I, think you mis- I, I think you misunderstood the concept of web shop. <laughs> Um, uh, oh, it's a it's a former U.S. first lady wants a particular Secret Service agent to head her bodyguard detail, uh, even though yeah. he can't stand her. Oh, oh my god! So it's gonna be a a, a comedy, yes. heartfelt comedy, probably. Yeah, it's an where odd he learned, couple. Where he learns to love again, or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, uh, yeah. It's yeah. Again, I I've heard of it. I don't think it's gonna be amazing, but I don't think it's gonna be bad either. Things gonna be eh, middle of the road. Yeah, it'll probably be fine. Shirley MacLaine, Nicolas Cage, eh, it'll be fine. Eh. So uh, that's next week. That's next week. Yeah, guarding tests. Check it out if you want to follow along in the conversation. But uh, until then, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, you can listen to us on every major podcast platform, or you can watch us on. Well, you can't watch us, but you can listen to us on YouTube as well. Um, every Tuesday uh, and you can also get all these episodes or at least a bunch of them well I mean we, we have a, ch- a bunch of them in, in early access on Patreon so for only only $3 a month you get every episode um, at least like a month in advance you also get a bunch of other stuff uh, commentary tracks you get exclusive episodes to my other podcast uh, a, a lot of things for just $3 a month so check us out there as well But, other than that, um, well, thank you so much for listening once again, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye, everyone. Madness in the Method is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It is hosted by Tobias Vedin and Christopher Billian. Editing and directing by Tobias Vedin. Executive producer is Annika Vedin. A huge thank you to all our Patreons over on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Rasmus Jonsson, Laura Kinney, Mom and Dad.